Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess, season three, where I focus on business owners, entrepreneurs, and managers, and including their employees. If none of these apply to you, please stay tuned, because if you're looking for that realistic, real life podcast where it just helps you when you're stressed out and just looking for something to help you when you're stressed, this one is for you as well. Welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, I have someone where I think all of us can relate to. I have a body image coach. Yes, I said this. Body image coach, Danielle Hogo on with me today. Say hi. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I appreciate you so much for everything that you do. I just want to say that before we get started, the work that you're doing here to help humans is just incredible. So thank you for having me. Well, that's why I wanted you on. You know, I just the, once you said body image coach, I just started reflecting on myself going, oh my gosh, you know how I pull myself apart. And I just know so many of my clients and my girlfriends that call me and saying, oh, I don't feel good. I can't come out today. We can't go to brunch because I look fat in my outfit or we're going to an event and they don't feel comfortable or we don't post this. Don't post that one picture because, oh, my one role over here is just, you know, we just take the crap out of ourselves. And I can only imagine you know, all the things that your clients tell you before we get started on that, I would love to know how this even all came about. How did you become this body image confidence coach? Yeah. Okay. So it all started. Um, no, I'm not going to be dramatic. Uh, so I, <laughs> I went to school. So I have my BA and my MA in sociology. So I've always been intrigued with the idea and my focus was in women's health. So I've always been intrigued with the idea of how does society shape our thoughts and shape our choices. Um, why are we the way that we are? And so many of us just go through life without understanding why we think the way that we do. And so when I started going through this process and really focusing on that, I just got so excited about like, my eyes were just open to so many new things. And so I started there. So that's where my training, my background comes in. And I did have a lot of focus in the women's health, body image, marketing, side of things. And then I got out of school and I found myself, I was working two jobs. I was teaching at a community college. And then I was also working at a domestic violence shelter and the stress, right? We're talking stress, like the level of stress, the emotional stress that I felt going home every single day, worrying about my students. And then also worrying about the women in the shelter was just, I mean, it, it overtook me. And I found myself overweight um, for what is healthy for my personal, like for my body frame, I was really unhealthy. I was eating about, uh, or drinking about six pops a day and eating about McDonald's about twice a day. So <laughs> I am not your ideal, like, yeah, let's be healthy and eat healthy. I, my friends will tell you, I hate everything green. Like if it's green, I don't want to eat it. Like who wants that? I want French fries. <laughs> um, so that's where I was. And I hated the, and I, I shouldn't use the word hate, but I despised the I I despised, yes, the word I, was gonna tell you. I despised the idea of working out. Like that just doesn't sound fun to go to a gym and do stuff that I don't know what I'm doing, when I already feel like crap, when I already am judging every part of my body, and now you want me to go in front of people and like move my body, that sounds awful. So I was stuck. And then I found a way to get healthy from home. I started making small changes in my life. And I started working out from home and I did quick 30 minute fun workouts. So since then I started having people ask me, okay, home girl, 
you're getting healthy. You're actually enjoying it. I know you as the person that eats McDonald's all the time and drinks pop, like, how are you doing this? And so I just started sharing like the small little things that I was doing that wasn't dramatic. And I found myself feeling better and talking to myself in better ways. And so then it shifted into, okay, I will help you with your health and fitness. But I, what I will not do is I will not help you lose weight. And that's our main focus. I'm not going to help you step on the scale every day. I'm not going to help you, you know, try to fit into a certain size jeans. I'm not going to tell you, think about the best body that you can dream of and work out for that. Like, I don't care about any of that. I want you to work out to feel really good, to have a lot of energy, to make all the TikToks that you want, right? And not, and not get as out of breath. Um, I want you to, you know, eat the food and enjoy life and, and make yourself proud in every single way. And more than anything, I want you to appreciate your mindset and every single day wake up and be like, dang, like I'm doing this and I feel really, really good and I'm proud of myself. So I slowly adapted. So I, my background also is in fitness. I became a personal trainer and nutrition coach and did all the certifications and all the things. So I do teach uh, dance fitness classes, which is my favorite. Um, and so if anyone wants to dance with me, I'm on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so that's kind of like my background with the, the knowledge behind it. And then I've just transitioned into, Hey, like, yes, I'll help you with your health and fitness, but let's focus more on why do you think the way that you think about your body, where does that come from? Because so many of us are putting band-aids on the issue, right? We're doing the workout, we're losing the weight, we're doing the things. And then we're like, well, why do I still, cause then you lose the weight and you're like, wait, I still don't appreciate my body. Like, I still don't like the cellulite. I still don't like the stretch marks. I still don't like this. What's well, because we're trying to cover it up with all these other things. When in reality, if we, we dig deep into that issue and we solve that problem, we can, you know, we can shift our mindset and love our body in every part of the process. And so that's kind of how it's kind of evolved for me into more of doing this and speaking and writing um, to really just hone in on that one thing. Because I think if we can, I know that if we can shift our mindset, the rest of it all falls into place. I, I love that because I, you know, I think it just shows how relatable you can be. You know, I think sometimes there's so many fitness instructors out there and they, you know, they have these beautiful abs and this beautiful tone body and yeah. you're going, I can never get there. I can't eat that small portion. I can't eat that, you know, um, I can't get up that early to exercise or, you know, whatever the case may be, but you start from somewhere. I think a lot of us can agree on is that mindset. And so, you know, the way we talk to ourselves, the way we, I mean, I always say the things that we say to ourselves, we would never say to your best friend, your sister, your mom, there's no way you would pick apart her body the way you pick your body apart. Absolutely no way. So I ask you, you know, if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm going, yes, that's me. I never post my pictures of myself. I only do maybe neck up because I can put, you know, pounds of makeup on or I can, I won't show off, you know, my body. What is that one thing I can do to kind of work my way onto that mindset shift? Yeah. So first of all, I think it's important to remember that that is normal. Um, what I'm finding a lot of is with the self-love movement, with body positivity, a lot of us, I get a lot of messages from my clients that say, I understand and I want to love my body and I want to be positive about my body, but now I'm shameful because now I'm upset that I can't get to that point. Um, and so it's just, first recognizing that how you feel is normal and, and it's okay, right? Um, but we can shift it. So the first thing that I would say to do, this might not be a popular answer, but the first thing that I would say is ask yourself why. It's my favorite question. Why? Why do I feel this way? 
right? So for me, for example, I, I can remember um, never wearing shorts since I was little until I was probably 25, 26, right? When I started shifting my own mindset. So hundred degree temperatures, we would go to Disney world. We'd go to all the hot places and you would still find me in pants because I was so terrified that someone would see my cellulite. Now, understanding that now I know it's scientific that majority of women have cellulite because it's the way that our tissues are formed. And so, you know, but they don't teach us that about our bodies. Hello, right? They don't teach us that, right? Like we're, we're not taught how our bodies function and how they operate and that this is normal. So what we're taught is that it's wrong. So for me, I found myself then older and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to wear shorts now. But up until that point, I spent all of my high school, high school graduation money on a procedure to get rid of my cellulite. 18 years old, spending thousands of dollars for a procedure to get rid of cellulite that was never, ever going to work, but they sold me on it. And I was so terrified of showing my legs that I was willing to do that. And of course, my mom was like, Danielle, I don't think this is a good idea. Not a good idea, but I'm Danielle. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do what I want. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. Right. Um, and of course, it's told you so because my mom, it's hereditary, right? She, she has cellulite too. She's like, Danielle, you, you just got to accept it. Like, that's just the way it is. So for me, it was asking why. In college, I, I watched this documentary about the sexualization of women's bodies and the objectification and how it's portrayed in marketing. So if you keep your eyes peeled open to what they show us when it comes to women and their bodies and how they use them as objects, it's really magical. And so in that documentary, it was, okay, why do we think the way that we think? And so now when I start having those thoughts, because I do too, we're all human. There's no end destination to self-love, body love, body confidence. There's no end destination. It's a daily choice every single day to be like, okay, I've been programmed to think this way and I get to try to reprogram my mind. So you don't wake up like, yeah, I'm confident today, right? <laughs> no. We should because we were born that way, I believe, but they've conditioned us to believe it's different. So the number one thing that I believe you should do is ask yourself why. When you go to post a picture and you're like, okay, well, I, I can only post for my shoulders up. Why? And the reason likely, if you really dig deep, and I know you're all about journaling. So if you dig deep into that question of why, did I hear it from a family member? Did I see it on TV? Do I believe that there's an ideal body that I'm supposed to be living up to? And mine doesn't reflect that, right? So why do you feel that way? And a lot of times it's going to come back to, we were socialized to believe this about bodies, that there is a perfect body that we all get to find that is actually never going to happen because they don't actually exist in real life. On TVs, movies, marketing, yes. In real life, no. no. So if you keep asking yourself that question, well, why? Someone says something, why, why, why? And you get to the root of it, you realize this is really dumb. <laughs> like this, <laughs> this makes no sense why this bothers me because it doesn't bother me in my everyday life, right? Like my family doesn't care. My partners don't care. My, you know, like all the people, they don't care. Okay. And I care because at some point I was told that it was wrong. So ask yourself that question. Every single time you start to judge yourself, question yourself, say why, and then say, okay, what am I going to do about it? Am I going to go ahead and post a picture? And it's okay if no. If the answer is I need a little bit more time to feel confident in this and comfortable doing this, cool. But just challenge yourself to keep asking that question why and then saying, what am I going to do about it? And it might be that you need to do a little more work on your mindset to get to the point to where you're confident enough to post the picture, or go out in the bikini or do whatever that feels really good to you. You said so much there. And I, you know, I think you like said it's society, it's you know, that painted this picture, especially, you know, from the marketing standpoint of 
get this next, next mascara. You need to be in this bikini. You need to get this procedure. You know, you know, you just had a baby. Okay, great. Now go get those abs again. You know, oh, you don't have kids. You just work. Well, why aren't you fit then? You know? And so there's this crazy society that puts that pressure on us, not men, put that pressure on us women. And it's just, it's mind boggling, you know, the pressure that we give it to ourselves and the judgment we put on ourselves that no one else is telling us, no one that you said, someone that truly cares about us is not putting that pressure on ourselves. Now, health aside, you know, things like that, just speaking body image only, like you said, your mom had that cellulite, right? What are you saying to her when you're like, well, I have to get this procedure, right? Right. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I have to get this procedure, but you can have it. Yeah. You know, and for a procedure, like you said, that didn't work because it's not real. Right. It's literally our body. And I say this with anybody who really comes on our podcast. I think it's really just two things, creating that awareness. So that's mm-hmm. educating yourself about your own specific body, because my body and your body are two different things, yeah. you know, and that comes from our history, our genetics, our stress. You know, there's just so many things that are different, but we have to create that awareness. And I love what you were saying too, in the sense of meeting yourself where you are today. If today I cannot post that picture, that is okay. You know, I think, you know, not beating yourself up over that. Cause again, it's so easy to do just meeting yourself where you are. You know what? Say it's not today. I'm going to post that picture and that's okay. Maybe tomorrow, maybe never, but today I'm not, you know, and you also mentioned my favorite technique, which is journaling. I have my journal here at all times, but it is, it's just taking that time with yourself, man. It's just really just taking that time with yourself. And whether it's asking yourself that why, or just reminding yourself of God, I'm awesome. Yes. You know? Yes. Because you are. And that's, and that's really the thing is that is we hold ourselves back from living our best lives all because of our bodies. And that is so you know, just, it, it's sad. It makes, it makes me sad. Um, but it is reality. And actually research has shown that there's, I think it's about 70% of women have admitted that they choose not to partake in activities in life because of their appearance. Wow. 70% of women. That's a huge number, but it also normalizes it yes. that we are all going through this. And I don't know if you've seen this too, but I've seen this with like you mentioned, you know, actors and movies and things like that. And they post more recently, they'll post the normal pictures of them not dolled up anymore. Yeah. Or not, you know, the pitch, you know, the, the cameraman took out their one role or whatever. They're like, Hey, I'm human. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's a, you know, my significant other and I, we always talk about it. We're like, okay, if you were to see her out or you were to see him out, like, would you recognize them? And we're like, probably honestly not they're gonna look like a normal human <laughs> like they're normal they're humans right <laughs> it, it's it's crazy we, we put others on pedestals but even people in our own lives we put on pedestals like they my mom can have Sally like because she's just gorgeous she's just so amazing she's a strong woman and goes you are too <laughs> you yeah. know and we don't tell ourselves these things we tell ourselves the complete opposite you know yeah. it's, it's so much going back to that mindset you know Yeah. And another thing that I would say is, I know I was only supposed to give one idea, but the other thing thing is to, I know it's a trend now and I've, I've done it. Okay. So I'm just going to be honest, showing your cellulite, showing your wrinkles, showing your roles. A lot of people in the body 
love, self-love movement, they're doing that to say you're normal, right? And, and, and so I get that. Um, but I am a nerd and I, with my background in sociology, I read all the research books and journals and what they're finding is actually that it's not helpful. It's actually not necessarily harmful, but it's not helpful to see that because what it does is it keeps us thinking about our bodies. And so the last thing that we should be doing is thinking about our bodies, because guess what? We are so freaking incredible and we have so many gifts to offer the world that our body is the least interesting thing about us. And so if we keep thinking about our bodies, that's what we're going to obsess over. What you focus on expands. So I want myself and you and everyone else, I want us to stop thinking about our bodies. I want us to think about what are my strengths? What is my passion? What is my purpose? Like, what do I enjoy doing? And I'll lead that into more. So think about those things as you're going through life. When you start having a thought about your body, switch it to, okay, what am I good at? What am I excited for today? What is right. And focusing on the things that you actually care about. What are your priorities? If you list out your priorities is have a perfect body on the top of it by the end of your life, probably not. Right. So think about your priorities and what you're really passionate about and what you want to do and focus on that and then lead it into how we approach other women. Right. Because so often, especially on social media, it's challenging, I'll admit, but I wrote an article um, that got picked up by the self-love, I don't know, some art, some place, because it was all about, we often give women compliments, right? Like the, um, the fire emoji and you're beautiful and you're gorgeous. Okay. And, and those things are cool, right? Cause I want you to know that you act, you are beautiful and you are like just gorgeous in that picture. Cause I know you spent time and energy posting that picture and, and doing your hair and doing your makeup. And that's not always easy, but I want to challenge all of us to say, what kind of compliments can I give that aren't body appearance focused? Cause if we want women to shift their mindset away from their bodies, let's focus on the things that make them really awesome. So if a woman is smiling in her picture, that's real big. And you're like, wow, she is having so much fun. Maybe comment girlfriend, the, the, the vibe that's coming from your smile right now is just bringing me so much life right? Or if a mom is posting about her kids and like doing fun stuff, like, wow, you're a really great freaking mom. How many moms need to hear that? I'm not one, but I know they need to hear it, right? So all of the things that make them awesome and cool, in addition to their body, like to kind of shift the mind, to shift the conversation away from how they look, but tell them how awesome they are for every other thing that they do in their life. Oh my gosh. You just made my mind go, you know, and I hope our listeners are doing the same thing because it's so easy to get as a business owner, entrepreneur, all that kind of stuff. You're always commenting and posting on other people's things. And the first thing you do is the fire emoji, is the peach emoji, is the strong arm emoji, right? Yes. And you're saying, you know, oh my God, I see you working hard on your body. Like, great job. Oh, you're back at the gym. Awesome. Good for you. But it's like, no, good for you for showing up. Yes. Good for you for, you know, staying committed to yourself. Good for you for finding the balance, you know? And so yeah. you're right. The first thing we do is, Oh girl, that booty looks great. All oh, your hair is on point, yeah. you know, but you're right. There's so many other things to compliment a woman or even a guy on that. It's not just the body, but it is the first thing we see. But like you said, it's a challenge and challenge yourself to look for a little bit more than that. And I absolutely love that because that is such a huge mind shift because even when, you know, you look at pictures of yourself, it's the memory of there, right? Yeah. So it's, it's not, you know, maybe when you post that picture or hang up that one picture, you might go, oh my God, I look horrific in there. But that memory behind it is so important. I had the best day, you know, I was camping and I didn't shower all weekend, but oh my God, I'm <laughs> because it was so amazing, you know? Oh, wow. I'm telling you. Love that. 
Oh gosh, so so amazing. Um, like yeah, sorry, my brain is just like swirling. No, I, I just, you know, you just it's 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 crazy because I I'm thinking back just the comments that I've made in the past couple of days of you know my women entrepreneurs or women girlfriend or the first thing you say is you're beautiful. The first thing you say. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? So it's acknowledging that we don't have to feel shame about doing that, right? Because they did put effort into, you know, showing up and posting the picture and doing the thing. So it's okay to say those things. But I would just say, even if for every one fire emoji, we give another one of something that has nothing to do with how they look to remind them that like, wow, I'm more than just my appearance. Yeah. I, I love that. And I, you know, you've mentioned a couple of times, it's just change the mind shift of, you know, it's not all about the body, but there is that health factor, right? So I do want to say, you know, make sure you are taking care of yourself in the healthy way that you can, but also, Hey, if you love getting your hair done, if you are all about makeup and if you're all about getting your nails done, go for it too, because I, you know, it's trying to find that balance. Cause I think sometimes, you know, size like, Oh, well just don't do hair, no makeup day. And they're great. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with no makeup day, but if, if getting your makeup done and doing your hair and putting on those nice shoes, make you genuinely happy, girl, go do it. Yes. And like you, you had mentioned before, it's about awareness. So this isn't to say, stop doing all these things. Stop commenting on how beautiful a woman looks or stop, you know, talking about bodies. It's not to say that it's just to say, be aware that we do that a lot. And so that can, that can affect our mindset. Um, but we also have to realize that we are, do I like that the beauty industry tells me that I need to wear mascara and wear the makeup? No, I think it's dumb. Like if we would have lived during a different time, we wouldn't have had makeup and no one would have known anything different, right? So, but I am a normal human. I don't know how normal I am, but <laughs> I'm a human. <laughs> I'm a human that lives in a society where that is the norm. And so I, I can understand why we wear the makeup and I can be a little irritated that it happens, but I can also say, well, I kind of enjoy it sometimes and I want to do it sometimes and, and not feel like I'm, you know, giving in or anything like that, but just understand that we're normal humans living in the world and we can, when we know better, we can do better, but we're also normal and it's okay to do those things for yourself. Absolutely. I, I love it. And, you know, we keep going back, it's mindset, it's awareness, and then it's the action step, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, I love what you do. And I want, you know, if someone's listening and they're saying, oh my God, Danielle is hitting on point. I need the support in my life. What do we, you know, can you explain before we get into how to, you know, get in contact with you? Can you just go into detail about what your mission is? Yeah. Whew. Okay. So my real life mission that I keep on the forefront of my mind every single day well, I'm, why am I getting emotional? I haven't even said it yet. I still felt it. I keep going, girl. Be real. I love it. Um, I am on a mission to live in a world where no little girl looks in the mirror and dislikes what she sees. That's the ultimate mission. Now, I don't work. I, I volunteer, right? So I, I coach girls on the run and I do different things. And I, you know, so I am involved with little girls because I do want to make that impact in their lives. But what I am realizing is that a lot of it starts with at home, but also in the community, right? When a little girl hears me trying on clothes in a dressing room, am I saying, oh, I look gross in this? And is she hearing that? So it's really that we all have that impact. And so for me, it's now helping grown women live a life they love in a body that they love. And it's breaking that down to say, 
all of the things that we talked about today, plus more, right? The language that we use and how we approach things. And so I really, really, really want to help more women shift their mindset, shift their language, shift the action that they take when they think about workouts and nutrition and all of the things. And so that way, when we are out in the world and a little girl sees us or hears us, she's going to see us walking with our head high. She's going to see us just breathing normal, not because we feel like we have to suck in to, to appease other people. She's going to see us or hear us rather talking about other women and how incredible they are and how inspiring they are. She's not going to hear about the mean girl. She's not going to hear about, oh, did you see what Susie Q did today? She's going to see strong, powerful women that are confident in who they are and in their bodies and loving who they are and supporting and empowering other women in their lives. That's the mission. So for me, it's now hoping that we get that trickle down effect of empowering the women in our lives and then letting that go down. So the kids, the girls that are in their houses or the girls that are out in the community, when they hear them, they grow up seeing and knowing what it looks like to be a confident and brave woman. Wow. You know, and I really saw you as soon as I said mission, your face just changed so dramatically. And it just, it just shows how much love and passion you have for what you do. And so obviously one of the main reasons why I have you on here to share your mission, but you're absolutely right in the sense of we set so many standards because women are so strong and so badass, and we forget that and we forget that the kids around us are watching. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget the one time I was at my girlfriend's house and um, we were going to go out and her girl, her daughter came over and she goes, look, mommy, I'm going to put my face on too. Because every time she would do her makeup, she goes, oh, mommy has to put her face on. Mm -hmm. And so that, like, I remember the, the face of her when she, that hit her gut and she goes, oh my gosh, I say this as a joke, right. but my daughter is watching. Mm -hmm. And you said something so simple. Like you said, we don't have kids, but if I'm in the dressing room and the girls next to me are getting ready for prom and I'm just finding like a wedding dress or whatever the case may be. And I'm going, oh, I look fat. Those women, those girls, those teenage girls are going to take that. Yeah. So you're so right. It starts at home, but it's such a community too. We have the power, the strength we are so motivated to be there for others. And this is one way because I truly believe it starts with you. And it just starts with that mindset. It starts with that awareness. It starts with those simple action steps and what you're doing. I'm telling you, I just, it's seriously beautiful. And for people that are, you know, listening, you know, literally as I was telling my girlfriends, oh my God, guess who I'm talking to today? I swear my phone went up, was like, oh, ask this question. Oh my God, her website, she's so real. She's so beautiful. And it's just, that's the real feeling that you get from listening to you here, but also just that first click on your website. So seriously, keep doing what you're doing. So I'm in love with you, obviously, if you have not got that from now, but say someone else is listening and they're saying, you know what? I have this mindset. She's hitting home. This is all, all in my heart. What do I do? How do I get in contact with you? What's the best way? Okay. Well, typical social media is the first <laughs> part because yes, we can do all, we could talk about coaching and all the things. Um, but I want you part of my community, right? Like that's, I'm, I want to build a community of women where we hype each other up and we share tips and tricks. And so, um, TikTok is where I hang out the most, to be honest, because I love to dance and just to be crazy. And so, but I, in addition to the dancing, I give tips and tricks for moms helping their daughters, um, raising confident girls, but also just women in general of appreciating and loving and valuing our bodies. And then you can communicate and chat with other people there that are dropping comments and doing all the things because they're there for the same thing. So TikTok, Instagram, 
Uh, I'm not on Facebook as much, but I'll be there sometimes. So I would say there first. Um, also, if you go to my Instagram or TikTok, it might be on my Facebook. Um, I have a link that has a few different things that you can check out. Um, I have a healthy, what did I call it? A healthy uh, steps, right? Um, a it's a free thing that I just give you, if you're looking for a way to get healthy and take simple action, simple steps um, to do that. It's not so much about body image, but just you know, creating a healthy life. Um, that's there. I have a link to, I have a book that is free. You just pay shipping um, about creating that confidence. Um, and then a link to the blog and uh, my podcast, which I run with my um, my best friend, where we talk about all the complicated things that has to do with women. We talk bodies and business and dogs and kids and school and whatever we feel like talking about. Um, it's called, I know it's complicated. So you can hang out with us there as well. Um, but yeah. And then if you're serious about, you want to take the next steps, maybe you're looking for a way to get healthy with someone who isn't about just pushing, losing weight and looking a certain way, but rather doing it in a positive way. I do have uh, fitness challenges that I, that I run and help people with um, their health and nutrition. And then if you're really serious about getting into the body image and digging deep into that with personal coaching, I offer that as well. Oh, beautiful. And I'll have all of this in the podcast notes so they can contact you in all forms of way. You'll be on my website, everything in between. Um, before I let you go, I would love to do my lightning round with you. Just super quick, fun questions outside of body image. Are you ready to go? Oh, I think so. <laughs> no pressure. Okay, here we go. Okay. If you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? <gasps> oh, Paris or LA. Oh, okay. Paris was first. So why? Because it's the most magical place. If you go, if you've never been, you got to go stand right in front of the Eiffel Tower and it literally takes your breath away and no one understands that until they actually go there. I told, we, I, I went before, then I took my partner with me. And when he got there, he was like, I know what you mean. I was like, I told you. So everybody go to Paris. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Next one. If you were told this is going to be your last meal, no other meals, this is going to be it. What is it going to be? Oh, I love food so much. I know. That's why I wanted to ask you this one specifically. <laughs> can I choose foods from all different places? You can do whatever makes you happy. Okay, cool. Oh, I love this. All right. So I'm going to get Nashville hot chicken from Whole Foods. Um, they have a hot bar where I live and they have the best natural hot chicken when they have it, they took it away. I need to talk to management. <laughs> um, so if you're listening, bring it back. <laughs> so natural hot chicken from there, I will do, I will also do their mac and cheese from the hot bar at Whole Foods. Um, and then I need rolls from Texas Roadhouse with the butter. You can't leave that out. Um, I need a Mountain Dew because it's my last meal. So I'm having a Mountain Dew. Um, and let's see, I love dessert. So what's going to be my last dessert? Oh, it has to be chocolate. I, I won't eat anything that's not chocolate. So <laughs> it will be ice. It will be German chocolate cake ice cream from, um, oh my gosh, why did I just forget? Cold stove. That's what you want. <laughs> Besides making me hungry, that sounds so amazing. <laughs> oh, it would be the best. Oh, but I forgot to surprise. Oh, you did forget French fries. I'm surprised. You're right. I did. McDonald's French fries. I'm going to throw those in there. That's an appetizer. <laughs> I love food. And because this is a stress, you know, relief podcast, what is one way you practice stress relief on a daily basis? Oh, okay. 
I hope you approve of this answer. <laughs> I'm grading you. No, no. <laughs> so I know like the typical answers are meditate and journal and do all the things, but the thing that helps me like just let loose is what I did right before I jumped on this podcast. Um, because believe it or not, I'm actually like nervous to talk to people, not to talk to people, but like knowing that like lots of people are listening, I'm like sweating right now. Like give me a dance floor and let me just dance out how I feel. I would feel so much more comfortable. So before I got on here, I was like, okay, I got to get my energy going. I got to feel good and let it go and just feel less stressed. So I just turn on my girl power playlist. And also if you, for those of you that go and like download the free healthy guide thing that I talked about, um, it includes my girl power playlist. So if you a girl playlist. Um, it's there. So I just turn on my girl power playlist and I just kind of rock out and just jump around and like, just feel the, feel the lyrics and just let loose. And that is where I like, I feel like that's my form of medic meditation where I just like, don't think about anything else. And I just like feel the beat. That's what I do. No. And you're absolutely right. Obviously there's common ones where it's journal meditation, yoga, things like that. And obviously I believe in them and everything. It's actually surprising. I don't practice meditation as much as people think I would. So no, I, I, I do. I agree with everything you're saying because I asked this question because exactly what you said, there's, there's no normal ones that people respond to, which are great. And if that works for you, awesome, but they might not work for people or they might not work for that specific situation. So that's why I wanted to ask too, you know, what do you do? So dancing always, right. I'm my girl taught me if there's music on, you are not sitting. So I am all about you. <laughs> I love it. Danielle, I am so excited. You took the time out of your crazy schedule to be on here. And I just are really, truly wholeheartedly believe in your mission. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything that you're doing and for allowing me to have the space to talk to your people. It really means a lot. Thank you. Hello, and thank you for listening to Stress Less with me, Jess. Please subscribe so you can get upcoming episodes every other Tuesday or leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts and feelings about today's episode or any other episode you have listened to. If you need more resources or wondering how I can help you with my individual coaching or my workshops, please visit me at journeytoyourself.net. Have a fabulous day.